All right, we should get this thing going, man. Look, are you done playing with your fucking change? Yeah. Did you get it out of your system? Yeah. Jesus. Let's okay. fucking do it. All right. <clears throat> Let's get these fucking rubes excited about whatever. I don't know. Bunch of fucking idiots. Listen to our podcast. Hello and welcome, everyone. This is Miguel Q. Sanchez, and you are here for yet another exciting, riveting episode. And by riveting, I mean like actual like riveting, like the, the metal things that hold the things together. Like episode <laughs> of <laughs> The Fact Detect. Um, and what we're going to be doing this week, week, is it week? Or is it, we're, we're going to be doing, uh, oh man, uh, what we're going to be doing this year is, uh, <laughs> I've been drinking. We're going to, um, we're going to talk about a game, aren't we, Phil? Is that what we're going to do? You ever, you ever hear someone like so almost throw up and it makes you almost want to throw up <laughs> and you kind of get this like synchronized, like retching going, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> did that? Uh, yeah. Did, that, so, yeah, we're, did we're, that happen to you just now? Yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're gonna talk about this uh, game um, that we're. It's still in development, I think. Pan I, I Pander Pander Quest. Pan oh, yeah, that's it. Pander Quest. Yeah. Um, or is it Pander not to be confused with Panda Quest, but Pander Quest. Is it Pander? Although Quest it does or have Pander a panda Quest? in it. Oh, no, you're right. I always get that confused. Uh, Panderquist. Yeah. What, remind me again, what is a Panderquist? Isn't that the, um, it's like a panda, but it's like that little, uh, like obsidian panda statue thing that you put in that, yeah, like, that locking mechanism when you're trying to, like, retrieve yeah, those artifacts, it. like Indiana Jones style? That must be it, yeah. That, in fact, it is it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just think that's a funny name. Like, I, I hear Panderquist, and I think of, like, like a panda wearing like some yeah. kind of 1600s French garb, you know, like the the Marquis de Panda having his weird panda sex parties in a dungeon. I think of like Panda uh, yeah. Quiff, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't really? Yeah, that's true. It it tastes like it tastes like bamboo. Does so. it? Okay, cool. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's why they're not you know getting laid and, and getting pregnant. Is they're all just like uh. laughing each other's clams and. Sucking dicks and stuff. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, you know what? More fucking power to them. Like, if somebody, like, threw me in a cage yeah. and they're like, make more of you, I'd just oral sex all day just to piss them off. Yeah. Yep. Just staring at them through the bars of the cage. I'd be like, oh, oh, yeah, you guys, you need some of this cum to make some panda babies? Oh, oh it's too late. She she ate it. Yeah. She ate it too late. <laughs> or just stand there jacking it in front of a bunch of aliens <laughs> and just, like, shoot it over on them, like... Whoops, sorry. <laughs> I wonder how long it would take if you were, like, imprisoned in, like, you know, a place where you, you know, it was like a glass wall and people could just watch you whenever. I wonder how long it would take till you were just, like, whatever. I mean, especially if it wasn't actually about... people. Well, if it was, like, some other creature, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. If it's another creature, I mean, a day tops for me. Mm -hmm. It's coming coming on command in front of people that's a little weird for me like yeah. a, i'm a one person at a time kind of dude right but aliens i mean that they're not people so fuck it you know we should make some t-shirts to say aliens aren't people you know the only problem yeah. is it would probably be taken wrong in today's climate and they'd probably think we were talking about like you know hispanic like immigrant workers or whatever yeah yeah kind of like how wearing a mask has become a political statement 
Oh, and in, remember at that part in uh, Panda Quest where there's mm -hmm. that guy and he's like, oh, masks are for retards. And then, like, you can choose to shoot him. Yeah, that's always like, good. Right between I mean, the fucking eyes. I find it funny that a game that's been in development for as long as it has has some very, like, timely concepts in it, you know? Yeah, hasn't it been in development, like, since the 70s or some shit? I mean, I know conceptually, based on the yeah. the booklet that came with it, that, uh, you know, the guy who invented it, um, God, I can't remember his name right now, but he wrote um, it, basically, like, wrote the logic out in a bar napkin. Like Merlin Renquest or something like that? Yeah, that explains if, the Panda Quest part. Yeah. I don't know if that's, like, his real name or if, like, I mean, some of those weird old tech guys would, like, legally change their names to shit like Merlin, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, wasn't that the Ultima guy? Didn't he change his name to, to Lord Fauleroy or Oh, what is it? Lord, like Lord British? Is that it? Yeah, Lord Britain, I think. Lord Britain, Lord British, something like that. Yeah. yeah um, Richard Garriott. That's his, I mean, I guess well, that was my name his was name. Richard if my name was Richard Garriott, I'd change it too. Uh, That's true. You're, but, you ever play those old games, the Ultimate games? Well, I know like the first Ultimate game came out in like fucking '78 or something. Did it? No, no, no. It wasn't Ultima. It was something different back then. That shit. Yeah, that was Pong. No, he had some uh, like RPGs that came out in like '78 or something like that on the Apple II. I think the first oh, cool. Ultima was actually like '83 or something like that. If you recall, oh. I think. Three or four, or maybe more than that, of the Ultima games were actually on the original NES. Do you remember that? Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. So do you suppose that that this uh this Ultima guy, Lord Britain or whatever, you, you think he might have cribbed some stuff from Panaquist? I mean, it's possible. I mean, because there's definitely demons in this game, which I'm pretty sure, and they're in Ultima too. So. Mhm. Mm I mean. And don't forget, there are also Denums, demons, and Denums. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, the Denims. Yeah. Kind of the slightly as impressive versions of the demons, a little yeah. more, a little derpy. Yeah. Yeah, and you can really tell that it's been in concept since you know way back because um, the main character, like the art that you see, um, it's not the the actual like uh, animated parts in the game, but if you notice, like in like the title screen and stuff like that. You'll notice, like, your main character guy is actually wearing, uh, well, he's wearing, like, s this heroic, like, garb stuff. But if you notice, it has, uh, what do you call it? Um, that 70s shit with the big pants. What the fuck was that called? Bell bottoms. Oh, like the, the bell bottoms? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a weird, it's a weird Bad. combination because he's got that and he's rocking a mullet, which is very kind of, you know, <laughs> 80s, 90s. So yeah. it's clear that this has kind of evolved over time. Yeah. Yeah, Merlin Rehnquist, what what was it? Um, he had a PhD in something. It didn't have anything to do with games at all. I don't remember what it was. Uh, I think it was gender studies. I think. Yeah, I think maybe that's what it was. Um, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people aren't aware. Merlin Rehnquist actually later became um, Donna something. I don't remember what the name was. Uh, Summer. So, so here's what I want to. Yeah, something like that. Donna Summer, I think. So here's what I want to mm -hmm. know. If when someone has um transitioned like uh in terms of mm -hmm. like uh transgender so in the case of the game so you know you've mm -hmm. got like your uh your equivalent of the byline you know whatever it's called in a game like your credits right 
Right. So is your persona pre-transition and post-transition, are they both credited for the game? Or is it just whatever you, like, currently are? Like, it, do, do they revise it in later print, or <laughs> are you both credited? That's a good question. Uh, yeah. I think... Uh, I think based on what I've seen in other areas, um, you you have the credit for you have the credit for it when you're one gender, mm -hmm. and then when you switch, you change all the box art, and then okay. it goes to now. If you whatever. transition male to female, do they just automatically start cutting some money out of the checks that they send you? <clears throat> oh, topical. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they kind of have to. I yeah. mean, that's just the way America runs. That's true. Yeah. But the the whole gender the whole gender change thing. I mean, it's it's a pretty interesting element in the game. I mean, obviously there's drag. Right. I mean, that, that's kind of a staple in, in games from this era anyway. But yeah, I, I don't know if you caught this. There's multiple ways to handle certain situations, and um, you know, if you if you pick a character class that's not super strong. Uh, and you're facing the Minotaur. Uh, what you can do is you can, you, if you if you have a male character, you can uh -huh. have your balls lopped off by a wizard, and he will dip them in a magical steel, and that will turn them into a pair of uh, ball chucks, and a few good whacks uh, with the ball chucks on the Minotaur, and he's out. Now see, it's a little, uh, yeah. That's awesome, and you know, you bring that up. That is something that when old guys like us are talking about all the choices that you had in like the 80s, mm -hmm. 90s, and even to some extent like early 2000s games. That's the kind of stuff that we're talking about. Used to, there were all these like divergent paths to end up back in the same place. So it kind of allowed you to feel like you kind of chose the way things were done. You know, like you actually got to exert right. some of your personality in it, you know? It, it's it's not like this, this Bioware like pseudo choice thing where it's right. like, you know, you're you're playing the game, and all of a sudden, you have a choice of like saving a bunch of puppies or killing a bunch of puppies, and like it, yeah. all it does is it changes a meter for you. You right. know, it. The, yeah, these things actually had like real choices, On that, and I think that's important. Well, you know, it's funny you should mention the Minotaur because. Did you know that on that third map, I think it's called like Ravenloft or something like that? I mean, I guess he was trying mm -hmm. to, you know, basically summon the concept of Ravenloft without getting sued. Oh, yeah. It's kind of, it's that German right. Ravenluft. Ravenluft, yeah. like Luftwaffe. So have you yeah. ever noticed that, uh, did you ever find in Ravenluft, did you ever find that uh, cyborg that's like from the future? No. No, I completely, I completely missed that. Yeah, and you know that inn where that weird guy is that, like, tries to show you his penis? Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. well, all right, in the back room, if you go back there where you can, like, steal the casks of ale, there's mm -hmm. actually a hidden switch back there, and it opens up a secret passage, and then there's, like, that cyborg guy from the future. Oh, wow. See, I, by I bypassed that completely because I just, I just blew the guy for the ale. Oh! But I, okay. I thought that's what the game wanted me to do. I well, wait a minute. Were you on a male quest. or female playthrough when you did that? Because I was actually talking about a female playthrough, so I'm curious. Maybe that guy's gay or something. Yeah, I was I was playing a male. At least at that oh. portion of the game, it was male. So. Well, that explains... Yeah. See, because when I do the female playthrough, I do like use the seduce option a lot because, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I guess, mm. I guess I'm just a sick puppy. But um, Right. Yeah, I tried to seduce him, and it didn't work at all. But... um. I don't know 
what other choices you have, like depending on your play style and, you know, gender and stuff like that and your class that you've chosen. But on my playthrough, I was playing a uh, female and uh, I was actually playing a multi-class. I was actually playing a wizard uh, bard. Mm -hmm. And she was kind of, kind of, I was kind of going for like kind of a Joan Jet thing with her, right? Yeah. You know, kind of a, as a character concept. So anyway, uh, the guy from the future, the cyborg, he actually had like mods that he could like install like in your body. Like, you know, like. Oh, wow. You know, like um, cybernetic like enhancements. You know, like I said, the guys from the future. It's really interesting to have yeah, something yeah. that anachronistic in the game. And what he actually does, he actually installed machine guns in my breasts, which I thought was interesting. That's obviously a callback to like Austin Powers. If you remember those movies. Yeah. With Mike oh, Myers yeah, in there. Yeah, and that. that's actually how I routed the um, Minotaur was with my machine gun uh, titties. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I could definitely see that taking out the Minotaur, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't even wouldn't expect it. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The only thing is I have not found ammo for those, like, anywhere in the game. So, like, whatever you get from him, and I don't remember how many, it was pretty much just enough to take out the Minotaur. So That's uh, another thing, too. Those older games, like, they don't leave a lot of room for air. No, they don't. You know, they really don't. Save early, save often. That's what I say. But yeah, what I always thought was interesting about the Minotaur is how um, when you first face him, sometimes he'll just like chop like one of your arms off. And the game oh. will actually let you continue, you know? Like, okay, well, here you go. You're a one-armed character now, you know? I mean, I never yeah, I yeah. never went ahead with it, you know, I guess because I'm ableist. I would always just restore, a sa <laughs> you know, a save. Because I'm like, right. I don't want to be a one-armed hero, well, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's you got to be careful. Yeah. You know? Uh, you know, one thing I thought was really unique about this game is a lot of, you know, back in the day, we had a lot of, like, really interesting, like, copy protection. You know, you played, like, the Infocom games where, you, like, if an hour into the game, you had to, like, type in a certain phrase <laughs> or you yep. couldn't continue. Oh, I remember that shit. I thought yeah. this one was the best. I mean, I don't know how you handled it, um, but... To play the game, you have to drink this um, this little vial that's in the box as one yep. of those little gimmies, mm -hmm. you know, like the swizzle stick and everything. Yep. So you drink that, and it's a it's a poison vial. Yep. And so basically, you have about an hour and a half to get through the game and find the antidote written in the game. Yep. And if you don't find it, I mean, you're you're dead. Yeah, you're like actually dead. So. Yeah, um, it's it's a real interesting system. Now, back in the day, I played the game legit, you know, because I had the yeah. original pack-in stuff and everything. Of course, recently, you know, when I replayed through to familiarize myself, you know, for this segment that we're doing, I actually played the, you know, like, version where the fan patch patched the lethal poison part out of the game. Um, uh, yeah. Well, because, I mean, it's hard to find those vials anymore. And that's true yeah i mean you got to find them on ebay and people want like hundreds of dollars for them the company that they're made probably them, skunk anyway now exactly yeah. i mean you know they'll probably just kill you like instantly instead of like working the way they were supposed to work anyway and i heard yeah. the company that actually made those got like sued out of existence because there was this dumb guy uh like really dumb that actually like died he was like the only person that ever actually died playing the game. Because if you remember, wow. when your time starts getting low, you remember the game like goes into this mode where it's like giving you a bunch of hints and stuff. Because the guy that made the game didn't right. actually want you to die. He just wanted you to feel he just the... He care. He's, exactly. Yeah. He just wanted you to care. He wasn't like a sadist. 
He just wanted to, yeah. you know, give you a good, cool, you know, um, entertaining experience. And so I've heard you can't, like, there's no chance of them ever being reproduced or anything like that. So, I mean, I'm sorry, you yeah. know, people born, you know, years after we were, you're never going to experience that, you know, like we experienced it for the first time. Oh, that reminds me, whatever you do, avoid the Tandy Apple II version. I had a buddy of mine uh, when I was a kid who had one of those, and uh, the poison vial made half of his face paralyzed. Oh, wow. Even after the antidote, yeah. Ooh, yeah. So That sounds like some Tandy shit. Yeah, well, yeah, I would blame it on the hardware, personally, but, yeah. yeah. But... Um, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty amazing game. For a game that was developed and, and produced like so long ago i mean the amount of like harry potter references in it are kind of surprising it is it, you know it you know how makes you wonder you know how there's like the dave Chappelle joke about how like uh you know from his show about how oh, like yeah, the yeah. new the new tupac tracks will come out which have things that are like way too modern and topical you know oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Motherfucker's supposed to have been dead since like 1996 and he's just like yeah. Dancing. Side note: I don't, I don't think he's dead, but yeah. And he's just like dancing in the club, making this like face, like what the fuck? While he's like hearing the new Tupac song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that, cause um, now there are those that are suggesting that the way the uh, guy who made this game originally made it, that it's actually polymorphic, that um, the game has some sort of code in it where it actually is able to like pull in information like from the internet about like news and current events and stuff like that and attempt to incorporate it into the game. Uh, Cause he's supposed oh, to be, he's, or she, it. I'm sorry, she, Donna is supposed right. to be dead. Um, but I don't know, you know, maybe, maybe Donna isn't dead and is just using a back door to change the game. Maybe there's some kind of like phone home server or something like that. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I guess if we really wanted to, we could put the thing in a lab environment and inspect every packet in and out and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, I don't, so yeah. So are you implying that everyone's game is slightly unique because of the the aggregate data that's in their computer? Well, I mean, that is a theory. Because so let me ask you a, a uh -huh, question. Sure. Um, about about how much uh, bondage porn played a part in in your game? Well, which playthrough? Oh, uh, I mean, it's it's every playthrough for me, but it's every playthrough for you. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just it's in there all over the place. It's like a it's like a bondage leisure suit Larry kind of game. Mm -hmm. I don't so much get like the bondage porn stuff, but there will be a lot of like big titties with large areolas in my playthroughs. Hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I get those too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so um, there is a it is a theory because w the reason that is a theory is either uh, the game was like way ahead of its time and maybe even ahead of coding that people do now in terms of its ability to dynamically like generate content. Because people have compared notes on this thing and no people have been able to identify two, you know, uh, runs that are the same. Or, oh, yeah. or, or even incredibly similar. You know, it's, I mean, there's certain things a, that are static, like the Minotaur is static because, you know, the Minotaur is kind of like an area boss, you know. Right. Everybody's yeah. going to have to deal with the Minotaur at some point. <laughs> but, yeah, it's suggested that maybe the game is being tinkered with to this day. 
it's probably just a bunch of procedural generation kind of stuff. But, I mean, I yeah. don't know. Honestly, I kind of don't want to, like, uh, I mean, we could. I do have the capability of doing all the, you know, the science, so to speak. Of Right. But I, do some, some hex editing. Yeah. I kind of don't want to. You know, I kind of just want to leave it up in the air. You know? A little bit of right. mystery I mean, in this world. Yeah, it's a magical game. And, uh, you know, you're talking about playthroughs and stuff. I mean, it's such an immersive game that, I've never even tried to watch someone play it. I just, I find myself, I sit down to play the game and I look up and it's, you know, 36 hours later and I've beaten it. Yeah. And, you know, whatever happened in between that time, I don't even know. Yeah. You you know, so, you might have a mildly sore anus or something like that, you know, from sitting for oh, so long. I mean, long. I, I've, I've woken up in my own filth and wow. just yeah. kind of been like, yeah, it's like that. So you just were just in your filth, huh? Well, that's, I mean, I guess we've all done that even consciously at some point, like marathoning a game, right? Yeah. I, I guess I would say for the people at home, uh, get a colostomy bag. Just save yeah. yourself a little heartache. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know about you. Have you ever noticed that your, your computer might run a little differently after you've been, after you've installed the game? Are you talking about like how like you'll hear like the voices and stuff? Mm, yeah, definitely the voices uh, just kind of pop up randomly. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a panda quest executable that just shows up in my uh, task manager, and I'll I'll shut it off, and it just comes back and then replicates about uh, a couple hundred times. I, I I stopped counting after like six hundred and sixty or so, but huh. yeah, it's just it's weird. Just eats up my uh, my CPU time. And you're wondering how could it do that, considering you know the game came out what like 17 years ago, something like that. Like, what's it even doing with all the resources on a modern gaming PC? You know? I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. Hmm. Well, something I don't know. It's consider. a mystery. Yeah. So yeah, guys, um, check out PandaQuest. Um, but you know, you might black out and stuff like that while you're playing it. But I mean, it's trust me, it's it's amazing. Um, yep. It's just one of those five kind out of games. five stars. Five five stars out of seven. A perfect five out of seven. Yep. And uh, also, what you can do for us is you can go on over to Patreon.com/slash/TactiFactors and give us six point four million dollars. It's really in your best interest, folks. I mean, we'll we'll handle that money a lot better than the government does. <laughs> oh man that's a low bar but we can pass it we can pass the low bar we love you yeah we do